This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. This is Bro reminding you that the coolest people are on fishing Paul Bunyan Country and Kevin Jackson, too. Well, we're checking in with Eric Osberg of Otter Tail Country. Uh, Eric, again, welcome to the show. And secondly, uh, explain to people what you're all about in Otter Tail Country. What I'm all about or what what, what I'm all about? Yeah. Well, so my job, first of all, thanks for having me on. I always love our chats. Um, My job, my job title is Rural Rebound Initiative Coordinator. Um, And and what that means is it's my job to promote Ottertail County, Minnesota as a great place to live and work. Now, we use... Uh, tourism as the first date to living and working here, right? Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and many, many of your listeners live in wonderfully beautiful outdoor recreation places, right? Mm-hmm. So, so they, 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 they get it already. But if there's any listeners that aren't happy with where they live, <laughs> um, you know, we've got, we've got more lakes than any other county in the United States. And plenty of jobs and uh, a lifestyle that some folks are looking for. Okay. And so that is your role is to roll out the red carpet. Exactly. That's a, that's exactly it. Yep. I'm the, I'm the, uh, do you remember, I don't know if I've bored you with this before, but do you remember the show, uh, The Love Boat? Yes. I'm the Julie McCormick of Ottertail <laughs> County. It's, it's my, I'm the cruise director. Um, it's my job to make sure that people have a good time and, Find their inner otter when they're in uh, Ottertail County. Yeah. Okay. And one of the beautiful things about Ottertail County is its vast variety of lakes, which we've talked about before, the most of any other county in Minnesota, and that's saying something in the land of 11,000-plus lakes. Uh, You've got over 1,000 of them right there in Ottertail County. The number that we use is 1,048. There's 1,000, you know, so so if, if, you know... uh, 10 per- ballpark 10 percent of minnesota's lakes are are here and um and you know you mentioned it there's a, there's a variety of lakes we've got you know your traditional big walleye lakes otter tail lake is the is the biggest lake 13 14,000 acres and it is literally a walleye factory uh doesn't mean you'll always get a limit of walleyes when you're out there but there's a lot of walleyes in that it, i mean it's just natural it's you know they're just there mm-hmm. uh, and it and, and it's and it's with all the shallow water it 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 there's plenty of spawning areas if you know what I mean um and so so yeah we've got the big walleye lakes and then we've got the the medium sized walleye bass crappie bluegill lakes and then we've got the smaller bass bluegill lake bluegill crop you know bass panfish lakes and then we've got a few musky lakes and yeah we've got a pretty decent variety of of different fisheries here in Ottertail County. So what would you say overall based on what you heard? And I know you've been kind of preoccupied with a couple of things. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But what's sure. what's the word about walleye fishing this year in your neck of the woods? Well, it started off gangbusters. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it and I was I was able to enjoy that to the fullest. This, you know, opener until, you know, mid June it was it was I don't want to say it was easy. But it was it was easier. Um, now they could, you know, now the walleyes can kind of be <laughs> anywhere, right? 
Like sometimes you're getting them in shallow water. Sometimes you're getting them on the break. Sometimes you're getting off the break. Sometimes you're getting them out in the middle basins. Like I've I've been hearing more and more people are are fishing, not necessarily blindly. They're using their electronics, but they're they're fishing deeper water. But they're not fishing towards the bottom, right? They're just they're they're just out there. You know, whether you're you're uh, trolling lead core or just trolling crankbaits or whatever mm-hmm. it is, but that that's that that's the thing now is the walleyes early early and late in the year they're they're kind of concentrated in certain areas, and this time of year they're all over the place. <laughs> yeah, we're we're kind of hearing that. We we had a really good strong bite through late June and yep. even into July because the temp stayed cool, but now it's yep. starting to be that summer bite again. And what what's funny is, I mean, you, you want to cover as much water as possible, right? Like, so you and I have talked a lot about pulling crankbaits or throwing plastics or whatever it may be just to fish fast to try to stumble into something. But if you do stumble into something, and I'm, and I'm sure your listeners are familiar with this, but a slip bobber. Slip bobber has been super popular this summer with a lot of folks around here. Um, it can be hard to sit still. You know, you've got to you've got to have a lot of confidence in the spot you're sitting in. But um, you know, a, a, a leech on a, underneath a slip bobber, if you do find a fish, that 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 subtle approach can sometimes um, be what they're looking for. So so um, don't be afraid to put on a bobber and watch a bobber for a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Scott Brewer, I think, is the guy who coin this phrase it's fun when the bobber's going down you know what i mean yeah so um watching bobbers can be can be a good time well and, and as a matter of fact i mean uh, when i was uh emceeing the, the two big tournaments in consecutive weeks in june over at leech lake and then uh, lake bemidji for the knights of columbus uh, the the term bobber came up a lot that, yeah. that's getting to be a key way to catch walleyes now especially in well, uh, in clearer water uh lakes that have ais in them well, and it and it works, and especially for the guys that have uh, forward-facing sonar. Yeah, you know, so a lot. What a lot of a lot of the I'm not saying all, but but what what many of the top pro anglers or competitive anglers are doing is they're they're using. You know, I've seen guys they'll drive around with a bobber like like in their hand, right? Like they're just they're on their sonar, they're watching their sonar. And, and, and they're just, uh, driving, looking for fish. And then when they identify them, they'll cast out that, that slip bobber and it gives them a chance to put the, leave the bait in front of their face, if that makes any sense. You know, if you, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you cast a jig in a minnow or a jig in a plastic, you know, you're in the strike zone and then you're out. Well, with a bobber, you could cast beyond it a little bit, and you could pull it back, you know, nice and slowly, and you could dangle that thing right over the fish's head. So, if you've got the uh, the, the the live scope or whichever brand, um, you see a lot of guys with a with a with a slip bobber in hand too. Okay, um, one of the things uh, you've been involved with is the high school fishing team. Tell me about it. Yeah, so over, and that's and that's my excuse for not fishing as much as I normally do. I mean, it sounds ironic, but um, so Heart of the Lakes Fishing League is a high school fishing league over here in Ottertail County. I think there's a few teams that are from outside the county, but we have 22 teams, 22 high school teams, 
And so I, I think that translates to ballparkish, roughly 400 student anglers. Um, and then because the league is so big, or our league anyways, we're, we're uh, divvied up into pods or divisions, if you will. And, um, and so you've got, you know, four or five schools in a, in a division. And then at the end of the year, we usually, not usually, but at the end of the year, we, we all come together for a big old championship. And, um, so yeah, so the last couple of weeks when I've had time to fish, it, it's been with a couple, two or three student anglers in the boat, which, which always makes things a, a little bit more interesting. We are talking Otter Tail Country Fishing with Eric Osborne. More on the high school team up next. This is Toby Cavaliva. All of us at LOA are proud to make Kev Jackson sound smart. Sort of. This is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Be the traveler, be the adventurer, and be a trailblazer in Bemidji, Minnesota. Plan your visit to Bemidji today. Enjoy unique lodging, engaging hospitality, and outdoor adventures in a pristine, natural setting. Fish over 400 lakes or explore over 160 miles of bike trails. Then wind down with an award-winning pint from Bemidji Brewing. From hiking to canoeing to golf and live music, there's so much to explore. Plan your adventure at visitbemidji.com. Bemidji points Hey, I'm Jason Rylander, the Jason that can grow a beard like a grown-up, and this is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Eric Osberg of Otter Tail Country, my guest, talking about Otter Tail Country fishing and the high school fishing team that he's a coach for. I suppose that gets you up close and personal with bass fishing, since bass fishing is what the leagues do, right? Our league is a multi-species league. Oh. Our, our league, you can, you know, uh, there's a, you know, it's, it's all catch, record, and release, and so... Uh, if you catch a, you know, let's say a 26, I don't know what the measurements are, but 20, you know, a 20 inch pike is worth this much. A 25 is worth this much. And a say, you know, you can walleyes, uh, bluegills, crappies or bass. And so it's, um, like in our boat the other night, and maybe this, you know, in our boat the other night, I, I wanted to bass fish, but it was so darn windy, like bad big wave windy that it was hard to maintain your you know it was hard to pay attention to your line <laughs> and cast and you know you just standing up in the boat was tough and i'm like all right, right boys we're gonna we're gonna put on some crank baits and we're gonna drive because that's what mother nature will let us do right now and i think our first fish was a bass and i think our second fish was a uh pike and then i think we got a bluegill and then i think we got a, you know then we so we ended up catching, we didn't win or anything like that, but we, we felt pretty good about ourselves. The boys got to reel in some fish. And um, so the, you know, that again, I'm, I'm kind of a one trick pony, but when, when I'm, when in doubt, I, I pull the crankbakes out and, and just try to see what I can find. Uh, we didn't run into any crappies, which was what, what, what we were really trying to do, but uh, they're out there somewhere. So, <laughs> Oh, they are. We know that. Yep. Uh, and you've also been out musky fishing, you say? Yeah, we've been doing a little bit of musky fishing. It's kind of hot right now. Once the water temp gives a, gets above 75, 76 degrees, I don't really like to mess with those guys because mm-hmm. that can be hard on them. Um, but, uh, no, we had my my uh, nephew. He had, he had never caught a musky before in his life. And we had a really small window, and we, we took him to a musky lake, and we were, I don't know, hour and a half into it, and 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 we were able to get him hooked up with a muskie, and it was, you know, it wasn't a giant, but it was thirty nine, 
in Bo is his name. Bo Betcher is my nephew and, and he was able to, to land his first ever muskie. So, um, I, again, it's, it, I've been, I've been fishing a lot, but, but I, but I've been, um, I, I haven't necessarily been targeting walleyes or anything like that. I've been spent a lot of time in the boat, just, uh, trying to make memories for other people, so to speak. Um, and I, you know, that's, that's really, I, for angling for me is I, I love, you know, I had a, a kid I had in the boat the other night, like he's not a, he doesn't get to fish a lot, right? Like he just doesn't, that's just not a part of his family's makeup, but he likes to fish and, you know, he, he had a hoot and, and so, um, you know, you hear, you hear it a lot, but taking, taking kids fishing other people's kids, you know, with permission, obviously, but the, you know, getting other kids <clears throat> out into the, out in the outdoors is always a is always a good thing. Yeah. So you uh, have you always been a musky angler? No, I I was not. Um, I I didn't start musky fishing. Uh, it was 2013 when I started. Well, about 10 years ago, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I started musky fishing. My boy, who at the time was six, he wanted to catch a musky, and it was the last fish on his list for the summer. And I didn't want to let him down, and so we started musky fishing. Um, and you know, you buy a musky rod and a couple, two, three baits. And um, I didn't even have a musky net. The first musky we caught um, just wrecked my walleye net landing it. Um, but no, I've I, I, musky fishing is <laughs> the the running joke in our boat is if we're not going to catch fish, they might as well well be musky. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the risk reward factor, right? Like if, yes. if we're struggling to catch fish, let's just go musky fishing because then we have a built-in excuse. Um, but no, I, I, you know, for anybody who's looking to get into it, uh, West Battle Lake in in Ottertail County is managed for muskies. Pelican Lake is managed for muskies. Uh, Beers Lake, which is in Maplewood State Park, is managed for muskies, and then Clitheroe Lake uh, has muskies in it. I don't know if it's actively managed for it. Um, but you know, I, uh, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bucktail guy myself. I, if, if I could have one musky lure for the rest of my life, it would be a double cowgirl. Uh, um, I can't, is that musky mayhem that makes that? I, I, I can't remember, but it's called a double cowgirl and it's, it's a big, huge double bladed bucktail. I like like silvery white. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily like red, blacks, and chartreuses. I want something that looks like a, a bait fish almost. You know what I mean? And yeah. and I, I don't know what it is about those baits, man, but but <laughs> they work. It's 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 just a you 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 can cast them a country mile, and you just a nice slow retrieve, and bang, you get hit, and there you go. I've gotten. I got one on a. I got one on a. You know, by the boat side once, but I wasn't even looking. I was just. Out of habit, I came in from my cast, and I was, you know, doing. I don't do a figure eight; I just do a big oval. And I brought it in, and I started to turn it, and I looked over my shoulder. I, I heard something, and all of a sudden, bam! Um, no, musky fishing's a hoot. It, it's you. When we go, just seeing one is success, right? Like we get all jacked up if we have a follow. Um, it's obviously a ton better when you get bit and or get them in the boat, but. Um, again, it's, um, if you're not going to catch fish, it might as well be a muskie is what we say. 
So, so I've heard that musky fishing's a lot like smoking. It's really addicting, and you wish you'd never started. Well, there's a little bit of that because <laughs> those 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 double cowgirls, you know, as expensive as a crankbait is, a double cowgirl, you know, you can't you can't you don't go buy a three pack of those. But it, I, I guess I've been able to enjoy in moderation. I have I'm I I have an addictive personality, but I haven't gone overboard with the muskies yet um (laughs) it's 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 just it's and you you touched it on the beginning kev it's it's variety right like i i think i i I don't think i know i kind of get bored doing the same thing on the same lakes over and over and over again and so uh musky fishing can be addicting but i I think it could be enjoyed in moderation if you're (laughs) You know, if you have a if you have a, a, a distractible personality, let's say. Um, but it, 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 again, it kind of our our system here in Ottertail County just kind of it, it for me and my my boy it it, it changes over the course of you know you, you take what the lake is giving you type of deal. So we've got our lakes and our species that we target early, and our lakes and species that we target midsummer, and then. You know, the the good news for anglers is the best fishing is still to come. Fall fishing is my favorite. Um, so there's there's plenty of good, you know, fishing doesn't close Labor Day weekend. I know that a lot of guys and gals like to get out in the woods, and whether it's archery or small game, and I get that too. But um, it's a lot quieter on the water. The bugs are a lot better or they're non-existent. And those fish, they start to, you know, Late September, October, dare I say November, they start to really put on the feed bag to try to fatten up before a a winter of uh, not as much eating. Yeah, so yeah. That's that's the good news. We're in the you know dog days of summer right now, but um, this isn't the end. You know what I mean? No. It's just it's just part of the cycle. So it'll get good again. Eric Ottertail, my guest. Well, based on what you're hearing this year, based on your history of being in otter tail country, if we're going out fishing this weekend, uh, what should we be fishing for, and what should we have in the boat? I would fish for crappies, and and that might be my go-to. That might be my answer every time. Um, just because you can catch bass crappie fishing, you can catch walleye crappie fishing, and so what you should have in the boat is um, my favorite right now, crappie lure there, there's a couple uh, a northland thumper jig i don't know if you're familiar with northland mm-hmm. thumper jigs that they did that little twisty tail and that little that little flash of that of that blade northland uh and you could catch anything with that right like you you get on a weed edge and you back troll forward troll cast at it whatever um that's a go-to there's a plastic i think strike king makes it i could be wrong but it's called a joker and you take a, an eighth ounce jig of whatever kind you like, an eighth ounce jig, and you put on that joker, and you cast as far as you can, or you again back troll, forward troll, whatever on weed edges. Um, that's uh, th- those are my two go tos there, and and then smaller crankbaits, um, f- uh, flicker shads, Berkeley flicker shads, a number, a number. Uh, the one that I really like is it's a number five shallow it you, you know there's a number five there's a number seven um but a, a number five shallow or a number seven shallow um but you can you can kind of if you get on those flats that have weeds that are you know let's say you're in 10 feet of water or 13 feet of water and the weeds are up six seven feet 
you're, you're just kind of running that crankbait right over top of those, sometimes into those weeds. But anyways, you know, something that you can run over. You don't always need to be drudging bottom. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just you just need to be getting it in front of their face. So if I was going fishing this weekend, I would be going for crappies and hoping for some surprises along the way. I'm I'm also a bass guy. And if, if I was out bass fishing this weekend, you know, a, a, what I call a pig and jig, just a big, big old football style jig with a skirt and a plastic, and you just try to punch down into the bottom of those weeds. Um, that's that. Yeah. I, I don't know what I would be doing. That's maybe why I don't walleye fish is because I don't know what to do when it comes to some other than troll crankbaits at night or, or in, in a day. But, um, that's, that's what I would be doing. And that's what I'd have in a boat. Okay. Uh, do you have time for a fast five before we wrap it up? I do have time. Do you have time? Oh, That's yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Here... I, love, I love the fast five. All right. Here we go. Eric Osberg, fast five. Fast five. Did I stutter? Question number one. It's dessert time. Are we having pie or cake? Pie. B- blueberry or pecan? Oh, man. I'm a blueberry pie guy for sure. Yeah. I like that one. Yep. Question number two. You're in fishing purgatory. You have been told that you can fish for all eternity, but on only one lake. What Mm. lake will it be? Wow. That's a really good question. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go outside of Ottertail County and I'm gonna say Rainy Lake. I, I used to fish Rainy Lake a lot. Well, not a lot, like every summer. Mm-hmm. And and it's it, it's the the vastness of it and the multi speciesness of it. I, if I could only fish one body of water for the rest of my life, I would choose Rainy Lake. Question number three: Young Eric Osberg comes home from school, does his chores, has his supper, he gets his one hour of TV. What TV show is it that he needed to watch? That's a good question. Um, man, these are good. Uh, well, I'm trying to think back to when I was young. It, there was no TV on demand, right? Like, it was just what was on. Um, my favorite show growing up, I was a big Dukes of Hazard fan or, or an A-Team fan. Um, but those weren't on that time of day, so it, it'd probably be like uh, Scooby-Doo, the cartoon. <laughs> I think I think Scooby Doo was on right about that time, and um, who doesn't like Scooby and Shaggy? Oh yeah, everybody loves Scooby and Shaggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, question number four: Hard water or soft water? Soft, not even, not even close. And I and I know I might be in the minority there, but it's just so much easier. It's hard water is hard. It's hard. It's work. Yeah, stuff breaks. It's just hard. Uh, soft water, 100%, no question. I think there's been like two guys that have said hard water. Everybody Is else there? says soft water, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not alone. And no, no, you're in the vast majority. You're in the, vast okay. majority. the only the only hard water, well, bro bro's dog. You know. Mm-hmm. He's, but he's just, you know, he's bro. Yeah. And I can't even remember the other guy because I think I kind of wrote him off. I said, what, <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> it's just hard. It's just so hard. Yes. All right. Question number five. You have found out it's your last day on earth. You have one final meal. What is that meal going to be? 
Uh, it's a New York strip steak done medium rare with a baked potato and some green beans. All right. Well, you you had that peg. You knew. I it's I well yeah it's my favorite meal. That's 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 as good as it gets. And it's simple too, right? It you don't need to complicate things. You, you got to cook the meat right. You yes. Throw the potatoes in the oven for an hour uh, or whatever. Uh, you you do some. Do some beans however you want them done, but that, you know, you get enjoy the process of getting that steak done just how you want it, and, and then there's satisfaction in that, too. And then wrapping it up with blueberry pie. And then, have, and then if I can have dessert, I would have some blueberry pie, yes, sir. <laughs> All right, Eric, listen, if, uh, if people in our vast worldwide audience listening saying, hey, I think I might want to move or at least uh, sample Otter Tail Country, how can they get all the details they need? Well, they can find us on the social medias. We're the Find Your Inner Otter people, so Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or whatever it's called now, X, Twitter X, whatever, YouTube, or they can uh, go to OtterTailLakesCountry.com. Uh, I'll do that again. It's OtterTailLakesCountry.com. Eric Osberg is always fun to have him on the show. Eric, thanks for taking the time today, and good luck to your fishing team, and uh, good luck next time you're on the water. Thank you. I always enjoy talking with you, Kev. Uh, it's 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 a highlight. I always I always feel good after I talk to you. So thanks for thanks for connecting. Oh man, I, I'm glad I recorded that because I'm going to have thanks. to use that in a promo, man. <laughs>